are elite. For everything you need to know about Mercedes Monet's AEW debut, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Good Brothers get the industry talking, and no way, Jose, no more, Jose. For Monday, July the 20th, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. Well, Big LG, it's it's midnight. It sure is. I'm getting deep on these things, too. Talking shop beer has been popped. Mm-hmm. We've both been tested, and we're free and ready to rock. It's been three long months. And everybody's wondering what the Good Brothers are doing. Everybody's wondering what Countdown to Town is. Everybody wants to know where the machine gun and the big LG are going to land. Big man? I think the most important thing right now is the fact that we are live and the countdown has expired. And the rumors are true. The internet buzz was correct. We have officially signed with Impact Wrestling. It's midnight, we're live, and we're going to be live on pay-per-view tonight for Slammiversary. It's good brother time, baby. Cheers, baby. The devil in your So we're just a few hours removed from the horror show at Extreme Rules, but the industry is very much talking about the Good Brothers, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, who made their big debut at Impact Wrestling on Saturday nights in the closing segment of Slammiversary. In fact, Gallows and Anderson put the industry on notice at one minute past midnight on Saturday, July the 18th, when they officially announced that they were joining Impact Wrestling. They showed the first trailer for Talking Shoppermania, which is going to be their backyard wrestling show featuring a whole host of, of, of top names from WWE, AEW, and Impact Wrestling. And not only that, they put out a very special Talking Shop podcast where they they went into great detail about every part of their time in WWE. And lots was said in that podcast that you can watch right now on the Talking Shop YouTube channel. There is lots to uh, lots to dig in, lots to get out 
of that as well. Um, one of the things that came from that was just how close Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson came to being a part of the starting lineup for All Elite Wrestling. They talked about how they'd been for meetings with Cody and how it had been pitched to them to be a part of the, the first pay-per-view of AEW and storyline plans. And it all looked like it was definitely going to go ahead. And WWE turned around and made them, uh, to quote Marlon Brando, an offer they couldn't refuse. And they ended up staying with WWE. Consequently, they've now left WWE and the ship for now, it seems, has sailed. Chris Jericho was talking on his YouTube channel about what the plans were for Gallows and Anderson in AEW. Jericho said, the Young Bucks, myself, Kenny Omega, kind of convinced Tony Khan that they'd be excellent in AEW. And one of the ideas at one point was to have Gallows and Anderson in the inner circle. This leans in to what Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson talked about on Talking Shop, where they mentioned how on the first AEW pay-per-view, the plans were for them to beat up the elite essentially. So that would lead them into joining up with Chris Jericho's inner circle and off to the races they go. What, what an incredible alternative universe that would have been if that had happened. It didn't. And it, it was frosty between AEW and Gallows Anderson for a little while since they had kind of all but signed for AEW only to change their mind just before the uh, the signing on the dotted line occurred. Things seem much cooler now. Chris Jericho talked about Gallows and Anderson saying, I'm very excited for them. They're owning the fact that they made the wrong decision and they went to WWE instead of AEW. Business is business. They did what they thought was best for them and their families. They kind of got screwed because of it. These guys are so funny. Two of the funniest guys I've ever met and they've already got impact. They're going back to New Japan. They've got the podcast Talking Shop. They've got Talking Shop mania which is going to be a total waste of time i'm still going to watch it but i'm proud of those guys and happy for those guys those are the words of chris jericho there about the good brothers so we didn't see lou gallows and carl anderson in aew but we did see them as part of impact wrestling at slammiversary now the original plans for gallows and anderson they have changed as well when it comes to impact wrestling uh, as reported by wrestling inc the original booking was to see the good brothers debut at slammiversary but attack tessa blanchard during the world title main event uh, this was set to be an attempt to get them a monster amount of heat by just laying out tessa blanchard in the middle of defending her title uh, however that wouldn't come to pass as tessa blanchard as we know left impact wrestling before slammiversary so something else was concocted instead which seems to see gallows and anderson either up against uh, Ace Austin or side by side with Eddie Edwards. I guess we'll find out on Tuesday night, won't we? Staying with Impact Wrestling, Diana Perrazzo is the new Impact Knockouts champion, beating Jordan Grace this Saturday at Slammiversary. Now, this is interesting. Fivel Selector reporting that even though she's now the Knockouts champion, Diana Perrazzo hasn't signed a deal with Impact Wrestling. She's working on a per-appearance basis. It seems like quite uh, a bold move to make to have somebody that you are that you haven't got on the books officially representing an entire division as the champion. I would imagine a deal would be around the corner for her if she wanted to sign it. And it was during Slammiversary that Impact announced that Bound for Glory 2020 will take place on Saturday, the 24th of October. This is 
the annual event for Impact that goes all the way back to 2005. Uh, we don't know in terms of where it will be. There's a strong chance uh, that it will emanate once again from Nashville, where all the Impact tapings and Slammiversary have been coming from uh, just as a result of COVID. But either way, they've got a lot of time to build to a hell of a show. And now with guys like Heath Slater, Eric Young, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson on the roster, Saban and Shelley reuniting as part of the Motor City Machine Guns, EC3 about to make his debut as well. There's that amongst the, the already really strong roster, having Eddie Edwards back as Impact World Champion, having guys like Ace Austin cussing through, uh, seeing guys like the Rascals hold at their own against the Motor City Machine Guns, and you've got uh, Chris Bay and Willie Mack in there as top of the X Division right now. Uh, a really, really busy knockout locker room, like the women's division in Impact Wrestling, uh, full of very unique characters. So there's lots of good coming from Impact Wrestling right now and definitely one to watch for the rest of this year. Fightful Selector reported uh, that Shayna Baszler has had quite uh, an up and down 2020. More down than up, it seems. Uh, she has, according to Fightful, not tested positive for COVID-19, not been injured, but simply been off TV due to lack of creative. Uh, she came back, of course, on Raw last week, uh, but there's not been much else going on right now. Uh, we were meant to see a lot for Shayna Baszler this year. This was the year that Shayna uh, was set to win the Royal Rumble back in January. Charlotte Flair was chosen just a few hours before. Uh, we were meant to see Shayna Baszler win Money in the Bank as well, uh, but that didn't happen. They wanted to go with a, a feel-good winner so we could pass the torch to Becky Lynch. Uh, she was meant to win the title even before then at WrestleMania. She was meant to be in the mix there beating Becky Lynch, but again, as a result of other circumstances, that didn't happen happen either. Uh, so it's been a tough ride for Shayna Baszler, somebody who I personally believe has got an incredible upside in the company and is just waiting to be, to, waiting for somebody to pull the trigger on what Shayna Baszler can do. The last live wrestling show that happened in front of a crowd, think about this, the last one to happen was Elimination Chamber that was headlined by Shayna Baszler. There hasn't been another one ever since. Some food for thought. Yeah. Lance Storm tweeted the following, announcing that he is officially departed from WWE. He said, for what it's worth, I'm now officially unemployed. First time since I left Smoky Mountain Wrestling in November of 1994. Uh, Lance Storm was furloughed back in April, and this confirms that he won't be returning to the company. This is tough news for Lance Storm, who shuts his wrestling academy down to take on this job uh, as a producer for WWE, a job that is no longer there. I'm sure Storm won't stay quiet for long. Somebody will, will pick up the guy with that much to offer wrestling. He won't stay on employment. Ric Flair was talking to Busted Open Radio, and he wants a shot at a WWE title. He says, I keep wanting them to let me wrestle R-Truth for the 24-7 title. I'm getting to the level where I'm comfortable. I'm like, can I just get into character one time? Talking generic, talking generically is killing me. When you, when you don't do it, you've got to practice and you get overwhelmed in terms of the points you have to make in terms of the pay-per-view and the people. I've always struggled with that. It's so much fun for me and they're doing everything possible to make sure the kids are being tested and everyone is wearing a mask. I have fun. I won't let them get down around me. I don't think they are. They all have a very positive attitude. Um, 
he went on to say. But the big point from that is he seems to be having a good time as part of Monday Night Raw at the moment, but he wants a match with R-Truth. In a weird way, I kind of want to see it. I think it'd be good fun. And no way Jose is no more. Uh, Levy Vales is now a free agent, and that is the wrestling name he will be using. He debuted his new name and his new look in a video that he posted on Twitter. I am essential. I pledge fidelity to the destruction of my former self. I am not my corporately mandated persona. I am not my material possessions. I am not relying on authority to tell me what is right and what is wrong. I will not let my value be based on comments, likes, or followers. I will not seek affirmation from toxic groupthink. I will not filter my authenticity of self. I am essential. I will speak my truth through words and actions. I will wear betrayal as a wounded battle. I will pursue vengeance with a primitive and relentless force. I vow to find freedom. I vow to find purpose. I vow to create something that will last. I am essential. I control my narrative. Free. Let me laugh. You have been warned. Powerful stuff from No Way Jose. I feel like he might be a guy that surprises us all in the tail end of 2020. We'll find out together, won't we? On the Cultaholic YouTube channel today, the horror show at Extreme Rules 2020 graded. You and I are going to break down an interesting night of wrestling from WWE. Also, Jack is online right now with what happened at, and Ross is here with the WTF moments, both from Extreme Rules 2020. Uh, a little bit later on today as well. On the Cultaholic podcast feed this week, a brand new episode of the Cultaholic Classic Smackdown review arrives on Tuesday. Myself and Matthew Gregg watching classic episode of smackdown from the year 2000 on wednesday it's a brand new desert island grabs we welcome a former defiant wrestling champion if you were a fan of wcpw you will know this guy as well uh, for the first time he's really telling his story rory coyle is joining us on cultaholic island the desert island grabs on wednesday and if you were to check out cultaholic.com right now if you haven't yet checked out our list breaking down uh, the top five matches and performers of the first half of 2020. Uh, you can read up on not just some of the big players of this year, but five things that you probably don't remember about the first WWE Extreme Rules pay-per-view. Justin Henry, our head pen, has taken you all the way back to 2009, and you can read that right now at cultaholic.com. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you, bye. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.